Welcome to Tina, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world. If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella. And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back. Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you. This week, we are going to talk about the myths about the creation of the universe. So these myths can be divided into five types, and we are going to talk specifically about three of them, each with an example. So get ready for story time. Okay, so uh, the five types that Glenn just mentioned here are ex nihilo, creation from chaos, world parent, um, emergence, and earth diver. So we're gonna focus on ex nihilo and creation from chaos and world parent. Okay, so you might be wondering what these are, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start with ex ex nihilo. Let's go with that. Okay, so basically. This is talking about the myths that God created the world out of nothing, and um, this is basically the belief or the story that all Jews, Christians, and Muslims believe, and it is like the only concept that the three religions share as well. So they basically believe that God created the world in seven days and gave us humans a place to live and stuff like that out of. Nothing. Okay, so before creation, it is said that there was only void and water, and these myths are believed in the ancient Near East, where the Mediterranean world is, where Judaism, Christianity, and Islam came from. So, not only did these religion believe in these myths, but like. The Egyptians or like the people from the Mediterranean world also believe the same thing. So, talking specifically about the Egyptians,、uh, they have their own myths that God created the world from a vast sea. Wait, sea? Yes, the sea. Uh huh. Why? Okay, so because when you think of nothingness, like isn't it just very hard to conceive? Don't you think? Like a sea in a void? Um, no, just. A sea, like replace the void with the sea, because they either believed it was void or water, right? So、uh, the Egyptians believed that the world was created from a very huge sea. Oh, so it's like a more、um, conceivable sea, right? Because、uh, when you think of nothingness, it's very hard for people to think about because we've never experienced nothingness. Like I would put this. Into analogy with the、uh, the concept of zero, like before we had the concept of zero, people couldn't understand what zero meant, which meant nothing. I still, I still think that is a very, very interesting concept. Like, what does that mean? Oh, that means nothing. Like, nothing. But it's a thing. A thing means nothing. Right. Very interesting. I know. Right. <laughs> I know, very figurative and、uh, abstract for people to actually understand. So, for the Egyptians, they used the sea instead of a void because that was something very hard to grasp. Okay, so you said God created the world out of nothing, right? Right. So that was the、um, Judaism, Christianity, Muslim belief. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. 
So it's obviously not so true because we all know that matter does not just exist out of nothing, right? Right. Right. Okay. So that doesn't make much sense. That is very true, but I think that for religions, they they don't look for an actual like scientific based thing to believe in, because a lot of their things are based on their own belief. Do you, do you get it? Like yeah. they, right? So、uh, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam they they don't focus on the scientific part of this story that they have. It's just a belief that God is so great that、uh, He was able to create the world for the people. Uh huh. Right. So yeah. Okay. Side track.、Mm-hmm. But do you think that these three religions, right, like they have the same God? Like that is super. Interesting, and like two out of these three religions are like very widely believed, or like、mm-hmm. right. So it means that most people in the world believe in the same God. Yeah, that is a very interesting concept. That is.、Uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, I'm just thinking maybe they could have like a scientific explanation as well. Oh, you mean this story? I mean, God could be, you know. Controlling energy and transferring them into matter. Oh, you mean just like trying to make this story into a more science stuff? Yeah, I mean it kind of makes sense if you know God could do that because I mean it's God. It's God, <laughs> right?、Um, yeah, I, I've actually thought of this question as well. You know the story of him. Uh, curing a blind man uh, and uh, letting him see when he is、uh, he was alive, right? I've actually thought of this question: like, how could he have miraculously just cured this blind man, right? Like, I've thought of this, but nothing really came. Like, n- nothing made sense scientifically to make this story just less of a story. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, you're you're trying to say that it's about the religion itself, like how the origin of the universe can serve the religion. Don't get it. Like how that story、mm-hmm. can serve like their beliefs. Right.、Mm-hmm. Oh, that do makes like more sense because、mm-hmm. um because I'm atheist and、mm-hmm. if you view that from you know in. Atheist point of view,、mm-hmm. then you will see that yeah, religion is just trying to create these things that you may be believing in, right? I mean, and they just serves that belief.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like、uh, I'm somehow atheist, but kind of Catholic as well,、uh, because I was taught to be Catholic like ever since I was little. But now I, I don't really go to church much, so I am more believing.、Uh, Like I'm an atheist and stuff, so I do sometimes、uh, view these stories very skeptically of their、uh, the the truthness in these stories. Critical thinking, man. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the next type, which is creation from chaos. So,、uh, what does chaos mean here? Is that um. What we had before, like before, a deity or deities that provide order. So, um, wait, what is a deity? 
a, a god. Oh, okay. So do you mean they could have multiple gods? Right, and uh, things like Buddhism or uh, like uh, Egyptians believed in multiple gods, and maybe like those like animists, they believe in animal gods. So each animal had their own god. Okay. Right. Okay. So it could be multiple as well. So uh, chaos here may be described as having the uh consistency of vapor or water. Um. So it is basically dimensionless. Like it is very uh big, and you cannot really comprehend how large it is. And sometimes it is salty or muddy, like you know the sea or mud water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, these myths, um, associate chaos with like evil and oblivion. So, which means that when we do have a god afterwards, uh, that our world is in order, which is the good world rather than just chaos with, filled with evil stuff. Okay. Do you mean like mud water is evil? Yeah, so like because they didn't have order that was created by God or gods. Oh, so it's still um God we're talking about. Like the world is created by God. Yes, most of these myths have a godlike figure in their stories because uh they the people in the past didn't have anything really to believe in, so they believed in things beyond their uh, ability, like nature or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's saying that. So it's basically just a different before God situation here, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and the people of the past they believed in like the evil and the good, like as much as we do now. Uh huh. So. The creation from chaos is bringing order from disorder, and in many of the cultures, believe that um, at some point the forces preserving order and form will weaken. The world will once again be engulfed into the abyss. So, meaning that the uh, what we have right now, which is order, uh, will will become chaos again after. A while. Oh, so wow. they believe that it is a cycle. Um, wow, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when I researched about this, it it caught my eye as well. Pretty interesting because it actually kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it definitely does. Like just looking by the history of our world, like how it's evolving and stuff, I feel like we're falling into chaos. Like, Yeah, and you know the entropy thing? Mm-hmm. That actually is basically the same thing. Like, we're just going to be more chaotic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Wow, this one is pretty cool. Right. So, um, let me just give uh, you an example of uh, this type of myth. Uh-huh. Okay, so the Kono people of uh, Guinea uh, believe that death created the world. So uh, they used uh, their death is called Sa. So they specifically used death is because this chaos is associated with evil and ob- oblivion, like I said before. So they used uh, Sa as uh, the person who created the world. Okay, so at first. Uh, Saw had, uh, his family, his wife and his, uh, son 
They used to live in mud water. And so Saul was like, he decided to, he thought that they should have a house. So he built a house. And then soon after his house was built out of mud, another god came. So this god believed or thought that the house that Saul had was too dark and sad. So he decided to add light and animals and plants to this world, hence creating our world. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically, it's just pretty much like uh, the Christianity story. But the little difference is that two God basically did this together. And it came from mud water rather than just uh, nothing or sea or just like plain water because uh, they believed that the origin like before the origin of these creations things were more evil and stuff oh so you need to like so this myth actually combines the creation of the earth and good and evil right i would say so Mm -hmm. so is it saying that the world is getting more and more evil I, I, I don't think it is said directly within this story, but I think it, it's something that can be inferred from uh, this one because it is it, it talks about both the good and the evil rather than the stories of Christianity. They only talked about God. Wait, so just a quick recap. Mm-hmm. In Christianity, God created everything from nothing. Right. And in this one... Mm-hmm. God just kind of make everything in order. Yeah. So it didn't create anything. It kind of like ruled everything. True. Oh, okay. This one makes more sense to me. Yeah, I think this one uh is less religion, kind of. Like, uh, it's more a culture myth, I would say. But this, there's still like this problem. Like, where does all the things come from? You mean the mud water? Yeah. Right, right. Nobody can really figure that out, uh, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, from a scientific standpoint, Mm -hmm. it's just, maybe it's from energy. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I mean, it's a myth, right? You can't explain with the science. Right, definitely. Because people of the past, they didn't have these knowledge of uh, what we have right now. So they could only make up stories from their environment and stuff. Okay, so is this very widely believed? Uh, This story is uh, just a group of people from Guinea, the Kono people. They believe this is one of their uh, myths. Uh Uh-huh, okay. Is it specifically in some area? Do people believe this or is it, you know, everywhere? Um, There's no specific area for this, whereas the ex-Nilo, they had one because... The three main, uh, most well-known examples are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And uh, they all were created from the same spot, like the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have a, a place that this story came from. Oh, okay, okay. Right. And this is, I think it's probably everywhere around the world has this. Uh, I'm not sure about this, but maybe like many small Groups of people believe in this type of myth. Okay. Oh, so why is water always a part of these myths? Okay, so I said the the conception of nothingness was really hard to conceive for us even now. Um, so people of the past, they couldn't really understand that either. So these ideas never came to their mind. 
Um, but what they had, the, the closest thing that they had to describe the vastness and the long term uh, thing was the sea, you know, they, or like their civilizations are mostly they're surrounding like rivers or ponds or stuff like that, water. Uh-huh. Um, and there are many civilizations around coastlines, like, you know, around the sea. So. What they see, uh, they they view the sea as the fastest thing that they see. They would always include water in their myths, right? Oh, did the next one we're talking about also have sea in it? No. After the break, we will be talking about another type of creation, which is the world parent creation. Welcome back. The next one is called World Parent. It is saying that a single man or woman creates the world through his or her metaphorical or actual sexual reproduction. Um, so it's less focused on the sea. It is more about the sky and the earth, which is also something that the civilizations in the uh, of the past believed in. A lot like the nature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked about the sexual reproduction, like they could use like uh, semens and the egg, which is representing male and female to create the earth. Okay. Uh-huh. So women mostly, mostly uh, symbolized mother nature, like the earth. You know, we call, mo- we call it mother nature for uh, f- there are f- reasons for this. And uh, men would mostly be the sky. Uh, like in Chinese culture also, uh, like Qian Kun, they also have like the earth and the sky thing. Wait, what? Okay, so there are two words, Qian Kun in Chinese, meaning uh, one meaning the sky and one meaning the earth. And these two Things are mostly included in the stories of creation, I believe, in Asia. One of the m- most believed stories uh, in China of how the world came to be was uh, is the story of Pan Gu. So Pan Gu is a person and he is a male. Um, he came from a huge egg symbolizing like Earth, the mother. He came from an egg and uh, he's a giant, and he's a giant that symbolized yin yang. So, in case you don't know what yin yang is, it's basically just a balance between two opposite things, like white and black. Uh-huh. Um, right, things like that. Okay. And so, Pangu, this person, he separated chaos to many, uh, to many two opposites. So basically. In Chinese, we have an idiom for this called Pan Gu Kai Tian. So meaning that Pan Gu separated sky from the earth. So the, this is one of the things that he separated, um, earth and sky to opposite, to opposite things. And he also separated, uh, water and fire, light and darkness, cold and hot, things like that into two separate things. And he also carved mountains and uh, made valleys and rivers. So he basically just created uh, 
the whole world with his own bare hands. He also made moon, uh, the moon, the sun, and stars. Uh, he also created people and taught the people about what they should know. But slowly, he, uh, after a while, he died and he became part of the, uh, his body parts became different parts of the sky, the earth, wind, thunder, soil, and rivers. So basically, everything came from him and he is the concept of yin and yang. And after uh, his death, the people that he taught started to create sins and there came pain also. So like, uh, he was like a good god that created, that made everything very nice and stuff. But then after he is gone, all the evil stuff started to come. Okay. So there is also this evil and, you know, good thing. Right. Wow, that's cool. Uh-huh. I really like this story. Is it saying that when Panku is alive, everything is kind of like clear water? Right. And then it just becomes more muddy afterward. Right. It's uh, all these uh, creation stories. I think they're very, uh, they're somehow all very similar, but also they have their own different parts that makes them, yeah, diverse and stuff. So basically, these are the three types, uh, three of the five types, stories of creation. So let's recap a little bit. Just sure. To, you know, make sure that I get all three of them. Uh-huh. So the first one is God's creation, which is kind of wildly known. Mm-hmm. So that one saying that God created Earth from nothing. Yes. Is it nothing or from ocean? Create uh, This type of creation story, uh, mostly they used uh, the ocean or void or like nothing as the base of their story. Because they could come from different places and different places of people had different ideas of how these stories would go. Okay, so that one's from God. Mm-hmm. And we have another one, which is also about God. Right. Wait, all three of them are about God. Yeah, basically, they all had like a person or a figure, a, a really amazing person who did all these. So the second one we're talking about is um, from chaos to order. Is that correct? Right, yes. So God in this myth make um, the chaos, which is mud water, into clear water? Just uh, made the world less dark and less evil, I would say. Not necessarily all clear, because... Or at first, maybe it was clear, but then it'll slowly turn sort of muddy afterwards. Okay, so the third one, which is, you know, believed in Chinese culture. Right. Is saying that a male god created everything or like he is everything. Basically, I would say both because, you know, how he, after he died, he became a part of many, many things uh, in nature and he also made many nature parts with his bare hands so i would say both okay so i feel like all of these have like a few things in common Uh uh-huh they definitely do yes like all of them are about god obviously Uh uh-huh and all of them are saying something that is like evil and good or like yeah chaos and order Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. except Mm -hmm. for the 
Christianity one, though. Mm. Yeah, like they didn't really have evil. Yeah. What I'm very surprised is that there could be scientific explanations or like part of it could be explained by science. Right. Like, for example, the um, idea of entropy not being able to be reversed. Uh-huh. How it will turn into more chaos. Yeah. That's, you know, in the second one. Right. And like in the third one, Pangu, you know, like separated earth and sky. Mm-hmm. That is kind of like the Big Bang Theory because, you know, the world is, is expanding. Oh, mm-hmm. makes sense. Kind of cool. Maybe back then in these cultures, people did, you know, see something from nature. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that's another thing. They are. Like, all of these are very, very related to nature. Like, you know, skies, ocean, water. Uh-huh. They actually made some sense, right? Which is pretty cool. Yeah, but, you know, with today's science, we are just, like, not believing in these theories or, like, these myths. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, like, in a sense, they still kind of make sense. Even if we view them from... You know, the Big Bang Theory, which is the most believed theory today. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is something true to them and maybe we can learn from these. Right. Definitely. I feel like I feel like people of the past really have a lot of like wise thoughts. And, you know, considering they don't have the technology we have today. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And. I just feel like because there are things that in the Big Bang Theory that we still don't understand, like how the world is going to end. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the chaos one sort of just gave an answer to that. Yeah, right? like there's going to be another god that just make everything in order again. Yeah. That could be the end of our universe. You never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Definitely true. So uh, I feel like this gives a lot of thoughts like... I feel like I'm overwhelmed with all these information once I understand them. Don't you feel like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a really interesting topic. Because obviously people have given a lot of thought about it, you know, throughout history. Right. And people from different culture, from different time, have different opinions on it. Right. But they somehow had all these similarities, which I think it's pretty cool because of the lack of communication as well, but they sort of came up with the same thing. Yeah, that is very cool. Like, it kind of proves that we're all human and we're just like, you know, kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Right. These could be, these theories or like these myths could be, just be from their, you know, daily lives. And that is very, very much related to nature. So I'm thinking maybe that's why, you know, there are very, there are a lot of um, similar parts in these theories. Right. So this week, we talk about another three theories that could possibly be the origin of the universe alongside, you know, the Big Bang Theory that we talked about last week. So next week... We will be exploring other thoughts, theories, and viewpoints. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will upload a new episode every Thursday. Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast. 
You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank, Thank you and bye! bye.